0: So, we are gonna go ahead with the stoic exercises that are super duper amazing, or apparently are super duper amazing. Um, But this is definitely decided by you, and yeah, that's it. Anyway, we're gonna see. Stoic exercise numero z or seven, the stripping method. The thinking behind this exercise is that every situation has many layers. Just like an onion, each layer represents something that we bring to the situation and not the situation itself. It's only by considering the core issues without the relatively unimportant layers, we add that we can act according to a proper ethical framework. Stop considering your reputation or whatever personal advantage you think you may gain as part of the equation when working out what to do in a given situation. Ask yourself the following questions. The first question, what values does this situation bring to everyone? You might be surprised at how many times the answer is none. (laughs) The second question that you should be asking yourself is, what type of qualities does this situation require? If you have these qualities, then great. If not, then just think of the situation as a good chance to develop them. And I got to say, um, I do believe that especially the first question is very important to ask oneself because, because, you know, if you think about the value that the situation could bring to anybody or everybody, then you might just see that, okay, you know, it is benefiting you, but it is not necessarily benefiting benefiting anybody else. Or on the contrary, it might not be benefiting you, but it might be benefiting everybody else but you, you know? And sometimes like thinking, should I say that? Should this come out of my mouth? Should Should this be something that I say? Is this benefiting anybody? Is it benefiting anybody when I say something negative? Is it benefiting anybody when I'm saying something positive? Yeah, it is. Negative? No. It's actually quite not. Because why? Unless it is constructive criticism. Unless it is something that this person can work with or work on. But if it is not, no, it doesn't matter. On the other hand, should I say this thing? Is this something that this person can benefit from? And if yes, how am I going to say it? Which at least at my point of view is also something that's incredibly important because you can say the exact same thing in two different ways and it is going to be perceived and it is going to be um, received by the other person completely differently. You know, you can just tell this person whatever you want to say in a quote-unquote negative way, but it could also put it into into a shell, into a costume of positivity and usefulness. Definitely something to consider and think about and and keep in mind. So let me give an example. When we are growing up, many of us struggle to decide what we want to do in lives. In lives. We have several ones, didn't you know? If we strip this question down to the core, it's all about finding something fulfilling and meaningful to work towards. Initially, it's worth ignoring the problem of monetization or other people's expectation of what you should do. Otherwise, you might find yourself living a life which is far removed from who you truly are. I really struggled with this growing up. I had an excellent start in life in terms of an education at a top school. I had lived in many places and I had a strong musical upbringing. Essentially, I had every chance available. Yet, I was in such desperation about what I was going to do in my life by the time I was 17 that I actually quit school before I finished and never, ever, never even went to university. While I wouldn't recommend this path to everyone, it eventually worked out extremely well for me. And I do assume that this article is also written by Ryan Holiday. And at this point in time, he's a, you know, pretty much known author and um, and a person in general. And I think he also did quite well job-wise um, being a high executive in marketing for some firm. I don't remember, but, but yeah. In the end, quite a lot of things turn out relatively well, I would say, for for people. You know, it it also depends on what you do with what you have and um, what you're just, you know, making out of yourself. Because I I believe that we all can make something amazing out of ourselves, but we just, you know, need to work on that. And need to do something and put in the effort. But there is two, again, extra assignments. Ask yourself the following question what would i do if money was not an issue and the second thing is answer the above what answer the above question and then go and do just that <laughs> yeah what would you do what would i do what would i do if if money didn't matter well i don't know i i, I have a slight feeling that i would actually be doing something sporty even though it's not easy and even though it's it's, it's definitely easy to to let this be your profession but I don't know like i've I've always done always liked doing sports, especially with balls. It's always been my thing it's always been something that i've that I felt so good doing you know when I'm playing soccer or when I played soccer also in school it's been actually one of the moments in life for me where i I didn't have to think about anything, and it is quite the the general um the general theme for, for you know sports in general, you know, whether it is working out or whether it is basketball or some other ball game or, or some other sports, also dancing. I just feel like that I like moving my body and I just like doing something. I don't know, like it's just it's just me, I guess. So do exercise number I don't know, set there. well anyway, eight, bad time reflection. This is the flip side of exercise number one. Early morning reflection. This time, instead of reflecting on what is going to happen, you reflect on what has happened. Mentally, replay your entire day and then ask yourself the following questions. Did I behave according to my principles? Did I treat the people with whom I interact with in a friendly and considerate manner? What vices have I thought, actually thought, not thought, but thought? Have I made myself a better person by cultivating my virtues? Of course, there is nothing stopping you planning for the next day. Feel free to write down a few notes on things to think about in the morning. This all links up with the next day, with the next day's early morning reflection. In other words, learn from your mistakes. Extra assignments, please go away. Number one, write down one thing you want to improve the next day, no matter how small. You may be surprised at how you change if you keep this up for months on end. You're going to be amazing. I mean, if you always... Figure out something that bothered you on this particular day. And if you really then change it the next day, I don't know any, I don't know any reason why you wouldn't, um, why you wouldn't feel better afterwards, you know, after this, this period of time. But I mean, if you're doing it for a lifetime, you're going to improve steadily. You're going to improve. Well, is it, hmm, is it linear? I think it is actually not linear. Because, well, hmm, I don't know, I think it is, anyway. And the second thing is, remind yourself that this day has finished and there is nothing you can do now to change it, except everything that has happened, whether good or bad. Stoic exercise number nine, which is, you know, two left, and then we're going to go through them, and then that's going to be it with the episode, I would say, and I would consider. Stoic exercise number nine, negative visualisation. Which, by the way, is something that's, I think, very controversial, since a lot of people would say, no, why are you doing that? It is negative. Don't have that in your mind. But, but in the end, it's actually something pretty positive. But I'm going to read. I have often mentioned how the phenomenon of hedonic adaption means that we constantly get used to the things we have and then begin to take them for granted. Negative visualization is a simple exercise that can remind us how lucky we are. The premise is simple. Just imagine that bad things have happened, or the good things have not. We decide the scale of the catastrophe, for example, losing all your possessions, never having met your spouse, losing a family member, or losing a sense such as your sight or your hearing. You can also imagine on situations that you are about to embark in will go wrong. While you may think that this type of per- pessimism yes. is not conductive to a happy and fulfilling life, it can actually turn your life into pure gold by making you realize that all these bad things have not happened to you. And it is also a way to prepare yourself if things go wrong, because things can go wrong, guess what? But this is fine, this is okay, this is good. You know? and, and by imagining that and by keeping that in mind, you, you prepare yourself. And you're then able to deal with this situation in a way better manner, in a way better way than without having visualized it before or thought about or imagined before. You know, you then might think, well, okay, it is something that I've expected or this is something that at least thought about because maybe expecting this to happen is definitely pessimistic and something we should not be doing. Extra assignments, two again. The first, try and imagine catastrophes happening in the very act that you are about to do could imagine that the plane you're traveling on will malfunction and crash i don't recommend this to everyone as it is not for the faint hearted imagine having been born some time in the past and all the things that you would miss because they would not have been invented yet i mean i could imagine right now being being completely sick and not able to record which you know which definitely is something that i that i would hate and i would not like to do and just laying in bed all day long feels worse. I mean I do want to point out that at this point in time I'm, I'm I'm struggling a bit with finding meaning in my life. And I'm I'm doing so many things, but I'm I'm doing most of them because I I just do them. You know? And and I could definitely put some meaning into into the podcast. You know, seeing a bit more in the podcast than 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 I'm actually seeing. But on the other hand, I I can't rest. I really can't. You know, on one hand I feel like I, I I well, on one hand I do quite a lot. On the other hand I feel like I'm not doing enough. Or I could be doing more. And I should be using my time more efficient than I and I should be doing more and because I can. But but I also know that I should be resting and um I don't know, there's some, some times in my day where I feel like You know, this then is a complete waste of time because on one hand I feel like I I need to do something and on the other hand I feel like, wow, well I could actually rest now because I've done everything, you know, maybe even more than I initially thought I would do and so it would actually be fine. But but yeah, then I find myself wasting an immense amount of time that I could have used for something, (laughs) for something sensical. So stoic exercise number 10 and the last one, physical self-control training. This exercise consists in purposefully experiencing physical hardships and also going without things one enjoys. In some ways, one could think of this as a practical version of negative visualization. So this could include, for example, to prepare oneself in a case we actually have to face physical hardship or we lose some or all of what we have. Which, for example, means something that I did, sleeping on the floor. You know, because maybe someday you're not having a bed then you you know and, and you're going to remember this lesson that you have taught yourself and you can still sleep because you've done it before. You've slept on the floor before. Or something else, to train ourselves not to decide things that are outside of our control, remember that we can only control our thoughts and our actions. And this is just the case. You know, there, there's nothing to add for me. There's nothing to say here because it is just the case. It it really is, and our thoughts, as I've realized and been talking about very recently, um, they are just insanely powerful. You know, as I've been just before talking about purpose, I could just give, and this is something that I've said as well. I could give purpose to whatever I'm doing right now, but it is a thought process. You know, it is something that is in your mind. You know, we can feel fulfilled by doing whatever. Is just our mind and ourselves. Remember that you should grasp everything in life loosely, just like sand. You don't hold sand tightly, otherwise it escapes your grasp. A few examples of physical self-control training, drinking only water for a set period of time, and going out in cold weather without a jacket. I think it is important to view everything as transient. You, the thing you own and everyone you know, will one day cease to exist view everything as if it was on loan instead of saying i have lost it say i have given it back i actually had a break in i actually had a break in to my house the other day and i lost my Leica M3 a beautiful camera from the 1950s however i actually reflected on this experience and realized that i wasn't on this losing end of the event extra assignments number 1 For one week, change something in your daily routine that makes you your day more uncomfortable or less straightforward. The second thing is try going without the internet at home for a certain period of time. If you can, you know, if it is not your job to to do that, but yeah. Conclusion and resources for Stoic exercises. I hope you've enjoyed reading about these exercises and I hope you put them to some good use in your life. Remember, you don't have to be a Stoic to get some benefit from these exercises. I would just like to point out that many of the above-mentioned techniques can be blended together. For instance, you might decide to go for a walk early in the morning but not wear a jacket, even if it is somewhat cold. While you're doing this, you could tell yourself that you're lucky that it hasn't started pouring down with rain. It just combines the early morning reflection, physical self-control training and negative visualization. The common factor behind all of these exercises is the fact that they require you Take a long and hard look at how you live your life and that it is never a bad thing, no matter what your viewpoint of life is. Emmanuel Faya is the creative director of Whisper and Company. This article originally appeared on via.com So it is E-M-A-N-U-E-L-E-F-A-J-A E-M-A-N-U-E-L-E-F-A-J-A.com. And yeah. With that being said, I'm going to end the episode. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate that quite a lot. And I'm going to see you the next time. So, bye bye.